Welcome back, everybody, to the Weekly Detour. I'm your host, as always, Soapbox Ant, joined by... It's Teddy, everybody. Welcome back for another great, amazing, awesome show. Yo, Teddy, for this edition of the Detour, you got your galoshes? You got your swimwear ready, my boy? Nope, because I can't swim, so I'm staying on the boat. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Trust me, folks. We definitely will get to that later. But uh, before we do, Teddy, got to ask you, as always, how you doing? How you been? I'm good. I'm living life. Always good, man. Glad to hear that, man. Like, literally. Not to get on my old man, but everybody, enjoy your life, man. Every day is a blessing. Like, it... You might feel like it's a long time, but life is really not long if you really stop and think about it, man. So embrace every day, man. We, we in our 30s. This, this technically uh, the midlife right here. We <laughs> This is it. You nah, man, 30. Look, I'm telling you, this is it. Like, usually it'd be like, you know, in your 50s or 60s, but then people usually living to see maybe 50 or 60 or maybe 70. They ain't making it to no 100 nowadays like that. So you technically kind of like, you know, you know, middle age right now. Technically, you know, in our 30s, this is middle age. That's crazy. That's crazy. When we was growing up, middle age, you'd be like, oh, man, you know, you hit middle age, you in your 50s, 60s, something like that. Nope. Way the way life is, and, and the food we eat, and the way you know how crazy and violent the world is. Look, you make it to thirty something, you just you happy. Get to, you, you get to forty, you look you ecstatic. <laughs> you see yeah. fifty or sixty, you be like, oh man, I'm at, I'm almost at the end. <laughs> like so me, that's pretty much it. So let me ask you something because I I heard something um, interesting. I was watching a um interview with um Ari Spears shout out to Ari Spears for not um, funny amazing I love his interviews and he had brought up a good point um about just like you know life and longevity and he basically said something along the lines of he would rather have um he was talking about a comedian he was looking at so the name escapes me but the general point of what he was trying to say was he'd rather have 60 good Sammy Davis years as opposed to living to like your 80s and 90s with all of these different ailments, because who wants to live, but you got all of these ailments, so you really can't enjoy life. So he said, like, give me 50, 60 good Sammy Davis Jr. years. I'm cool with that. I don't want to live to be like in my 80s and 90s. If I got all of these health ailments, I can't really embrace life and enjoy life like I once did. What do you think about that? Do you agree with that? I mean, I agree with it, but it all depends on how to, how you take care of yourself when you add a certain, well, pretty much your life, but you don't really think about that in your life, you know, your teenage, teenage years and your early 20s or mid 20s. You really start thinking about that, like when you hit like in your 30s, maybe like 40. I saw an interview with Method Man where, you know, how he always, he's working out and everything. He didn't really start really working out hard like that until he hit 40. 40. And you see the way he looked now. He looked like he's yeah. younger than, you know, he looked like he's still, like, he could be in his 20s. The way he worked out, you know, and, and it was another interview where uh, Buster Ron, I don't know where, what age he was at, 
but when uh, it got bad, when like he would be out partying, and he was up to like three forty, and, and it was at a point where like he had the whole sleep sleep apnea, and and they was trying to wake. It took him like tw- took I guess uh, son and a couple other people like twenty minutes to wake him up. Like he literally like fell asleep in the car or whatever. Like he wasn't driving, but you know I think it was in this car in in the car or outside the house or whatever. And they were trying to shake him and wake him up, and like it just took minutes for him to get up. Like, like That's scary, he took man. it, he took it seriously after that. So, like, you know, you get in that age, either something happened, or you just like look at yourself from years, and you really didn't take take it seriously until you get to a certain point. You like, you know what? I gotta, you know, start doing that. And when you get to a certain point, we like we shouldn't you shouldn't like get old and be thinking like, oh man, I got like. Like we grew up, we always hear like, "Oh man, I'm hurting here, here, here." Maybe like if we took better care of ourselves or ate different type of food or grow your own food. Like I said that before, yeah. And, and, and watch what you eat, and, and then be still be active. Like you think about it, like a lot of people just work, go home, work, go home. You go on a vacation here and there throughout throughout the year, but you mainly work and go home. You're not working for yourself. You're not. You know, like you know, work. You're not working for yourself, trying to like have like a side business or something, so you don't have to work for someone else. You're not taking care of your health. You're not cooking. You even eating, eat, eating like eating fast food. You know, pretty much for uh, breakfast, lunch, and dinner most of the time, or you because you're not a cook or don't want to cook, and that's that's an issue there. And so we talk the about- things you putting in your body not helping you in the long run because now you you got. To a point where they clone in the meat, and you eating clone meat, and, 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 and they you you think it's coming from the chicken or the cow? It's coming from it's coming from the clone of a cell from them. And they already Man. started. They already got the okay to start doing that stuff. East Coast and West Coast, so it's already happening. That's insane. But you know, we talked about this on like previous episodes, um, especially when it comes to our people. They don't make things affordable and accessible when it comes to the healthy food. So I feel like if given the options to eat healthier, we would. But the problem is the places that eat that, that sell a healthy food or the best healthy food are far out. And a lot of us live in communities where we don't have access to get to those far out places like Whole Foods. Even if you do, the, the cost of, well, the cost of living in general is high. So every, you can't get around it. You, unfortunately, because I was talking about this with a group of friends the other day. The cost of living right now is just in freaking sane. I'm talking about food, gas, you know, utility bills, dry, everything. No matter how much you, you, you might try to do, cut back on this, cut back on that. But whatever you, it feels like whatever you cut back on, you still paying out in another way. So it's, it's almost in damn next to impossible to save. But to your point about the food, I just feel like it's more of circle. Some people just like to eat. Let's just call it what it is. Some people just like to eat. They're going to eat fast food because that's what they want to eat but i feel like in a lot of cases it's more circumstantial as far as what you have available to you and what you can afford more than you just eating like shit to eat like shit yeah if i say you get into growing like i got plants i'm trying to get into like growing my own food but me living in california you see more of people growing their own stuff and then you know you can always don't have to go to like hope like you know it's always like a, a Trader Joe's like right down the street from my apartment. It's a Whole Foods not that far 
from my apartment the other way, opposite way down the other street. So it's like, for me, living in California is a little closer to get to these places. But yeah, I'm dealing with the cost of living. So you could go to like a little stand and like have their own fruit right there and get cheaper fruit right there. And there's a bunch of little stands everywhere because I see I pass one all the time, never went to it. But they got like strawberries and other stuff and it's right. They grow. You see where they grow and that is right there. Got a little stand right there. They like they 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 had a little little hut building, little, you know, tiny little. Now they got a little bigger thing and they got all this. They got the land right there. They growing it right. You see them. They growing it right there. And and they're selling it to you. And I always see a bunch of cars always parked there because they buying it right there. So it's like you get it's easy, more accessible out here because there's a bunch of little stands always got like fruit they selling. You know, it's always like I can get, you know, you want watermelon, you want cantaloupe, you got, you know, it's all right there. It's right there for you. Yeah. And is and and the and the good thing, I know a lot of people like to be, you know, myself included from time to time, we like to beat up on like the millennials and you know the generation after us. But the one thing that I do give them credit for is I feel like they're way more health conscious than all of the generations that preceded them because they basically are more about, you know, anytime you see a lot of like these young folks, they drinking the um smoothies. Um, the kale, the sea moss, and all that type of stuff. So I, I mess with the sea moss. I'm down with yeah. the sea moss. So I eat the sea. I I eat some sea moss every day. So I'm basically in a routine, just having the sea moss every day. Yeah. So I feel like that's something we can learn from them. So you know, just in general, folks, just take care of yourself. Take care of your health. If, if something don't feel right, get it checked out. You know, that's another thing. And uh, Teddy's talked about this on and off air before about it just seemed like when it comes to our people, black folk I'm talking of, we we tend to be stubborn when it comes to going to the hospital and going to doctor's appointments on a regular basis in terms of like, you know, something wrong. We try to tough it out. And like nothing wrong with being tough and being strong, but sometimes you need to um, get a professional opinion. Can't diagnose yourself because you, <laughs> you didn't get the degree for it. Yeah. I mean, you just read up on work with uh, Dr. Semi, this, you know, CMOS, everything else he was talking about. Come on. CMOS is good. I never thought I would eat CMOS when I was younger. I'm like, CMOS? Like, it come, I got, like, the whole CMOS gel. It looked like Jello, I, and I hate Jello, but hmm. hey, it tastes good. So I'm like, hey, eat every morning. To- yeah. Same, same. I never thought I'd be what... talking about somebody taking a uh, doing a fast. I'm like, look, I grew up poor, so <laughs> fasting that we didn't even call it fasting. Just your ass is poor. You wasn't eating, so <laughs> so I. But you know, you can do that. I was like, you know, I found out later on, like in life, you know, like our body, you know, breakfast was something they just made up. They just was like, oh, how we get people to eat this? Oh, say breakfast is the most important meal of the day. It's not the most important meal of the day. You just have you could just you could survive eating one meal a day. The problem is, is food is everywhere. The junk food is everywhere. The fast food is everywhere. Billboards everywhere. Commercials everywhere. Yeah. Back you know what the, they say. You, you go back in the Stone Age. It, it wasn't food everywhere. You had to hunt for your food. You was eating one meal a day. That was it. Yeah. <laughs> and a whole lot of greens. If you was even eating meat, you was probably eating more vegetables and everything else or fruits and stuff like that. Yeah. 
and it's and it's wild because and, and we know the story. It's definitely um a racial bias when it comes and I hate to say it like this, but it's always been a racial bias when it comes to food access and the black communities projects and all that type of stuff. Because you and I both know growing up, it was a literally we could literally walk from our homes to a McDonald's to a Chinese store, you know, like to get like fast food. But like if it was something healthy, you had to go out. Your parents had to go out of your, go out of their way to get the healthy food, whether it was by bus, by train, car, whatever. And it's like that today. I'm 20, miss China. years later. And it's crazy. I moved out here and in, in the area I live at, ain't no Chinese store on the corner. And I miss it going to a Chinese store. I, I definitely do, but it ain't like that. It's not like, you know, I'm in a part of California. They, there ain't no Chinese store on the corner. It's Chinese store restaurants, but there ain't no Chinese like, yeah, you go into the corner store and get that. Like, it ain't like that out here. I'm literally up the street from me. It's a, uh, like a Thai market. And a lot of this stuff is like veg, veg, veggies. You got fruit in there. And it's like, you know, more like as I shop there, it's more, I already know what I'm like, it's more health conscious in there. So it's like, I already know what I'm getting in the Thai market. So it's like, it's right there. I literally walk on the street, it's right there. They got like chips, but it's like different kind of chips. It ain't the regular chips that you, you know, this ain't homeboys and whole girls and all the other <laughs> stuff. It ain't all that. And it's totally, you be like, what the fuck? Pickles, what? This what? Kind of flavor is what? Like, it's like different kinds where I'm like, I try to feel like, oh, it's pretty good, but it's like totally different. So it's like, yeah. you know, I wasn't thinking, you know, what, 20 years ago, I'd be like, oh, I'm eating this. I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah, it's the same thing. Like, like, you know, ain't like I'm walking, nah, I miss going to a Chinese store. Like, when I'm in Philly, you know, I go, you know, I, I, I'm still going to like a Wawa, you know, for the people at home don't know, you know, they from the East Coast, Wawa. You know, get them sandwiches and stuff like that. I still go back, get that. I still go to the Chinese store. I still got to get like a Philly cheese steak, you know. Ain't the same nowhere else. So you got to get it there. So it's like, it's a little different. Yeah, man. And it's kind of like back to your point real quick about what you were saying about how like as you got older, you developed a taste for things. Um, For me, it was, I haven't haven't done the Seamalls thing, but that'll be on the list. But like stuff that I never thought I would eat in my life, but I grew to love as I got older. Brussels sprouts, kale. I ain't like, never probably neither one of them. <laughs> and believe it, like as a kid, like I never really had an issue with um, vegetables, like corn um, and uh, peas and stuff like that. For, but for some reason, I wasn't messing with Brussels sprouts. But oh, as I good. Look, yeah, man, I love them. I ain't never had a problem with them. They was always good to be. I didn't, I don't eat black eyed peas. I never. I, I tried it. It ain't. It's just not for me. I know. I, I never liked the smell. I was already didn't like the smell, but then I tried it. I was like, you know what? I still don't like it. <laughs> Did your and parents I, have that tradition for like like New Year's? Nope. With the uh, black black eyed peas nope. and the rice. Nope. Wow. <laughs> I, other family members had, it, but we ain't had that. <laughs> we too many too busy worrying about the bullets outside though. <laughs> you worry about <laughs> you trying to make it another year. We ain't got time eating that. I think they did it. Like my dad probably cooked it or something like that. I'd never mess with it. I was like, yeah, I'm good. <laughs> the secret was how you seasoned it. 
I, I didn't like. I didn't like. I didn't like the smell. The smell turned me off from Black Eyed Peas. I was like, Nah, I'm good. I think a few years they did try like do it, but I, I I wasn't eating that. I was like, Nah, I'm right. But eat gotcha. this away. <laughs> I was like, apparently, show. I was like, Hey, look, my my only good luck I needed was like, look, I'm gonna see another year. All right, good. I'm here for another year. <laughs> That's the only good luck I was thinking about. I wasn't thinking about nothing else. Just making right. it in a, a, another year. That's all I was. I was concerned. I was like, I'm here. All right, we good. We, the luck is still going. <laughs> well, yeah, like that's all you can do is is pray for um, you know, a good year, good health, and all that type of stuff. Now, speaking of that, um, we already you already made it clear that you ain't messing with the Black Eyed Peas. Um, I like the group. Ha- I like the music group Black Eyed Peas. I don't <laughs> want nobody to get confused. I'm talking about the food. Not the group. I'm down <laughs> with the group. Black Eyed Peas, awesome group. Amazing. Love their music. I was just talking about the food. I, the, I'm not messing with the food, Black Eyed Peas, but the music group, Black Eyed Peas, fucking awesome. <laughs> <laughs> no argument for me on that. But as far as like, um, like in general, do you, have you ever believed in those like, you know, like the Lucky Rabbit's Foot horseshoes? And have you ever like had any like things that you believed in that you think that you think uh, bring good luck? I actually had a lucky rabbit foot once. That thing was wearing away in my pocket. <laughs> it was mm-hmm. on my keychain. I was like, man, it just done. The hair coming off. Like, oh, how much luck? Like, how long are you supposed to <laughs> how long are you supposed to have it with you? Like, how long I don't think it's supposed to be built to have it as a keychain, like in your pocket. I think it's supposed to be like maybe you have it like in your car or something like that. You know, it's not built to be like, yeah, I'm gonna have this lucky rabbit foot in my in my like I don't know why I had it. I don't know why I got it. I just had it. And then it's our, I was like, all you saw was like no hair, just the foot. I was like, man, this is bone. Yeah, <laughs> ankle. Like, rabbit ankle. <laughs> yeah, just in, it was this. It was like a rabbit, just like, it wasn't even ankle, just like the foot. Like, that was it. <laughs> the heel? And that didn't put the heel? <laughs> like a heel. The foot was still there. It was just not, the hair was all gone. Any fur on it was gone. <laughs> Did it bring you any luck? I mean, I was lucky to be alive, so I mean, hey, it was lucky hey. enough. I, I would say it worked because I'm still here, so it worked. It worked. <laughs> yeah. Um. Now this is gonna be like I guess it's in the same ballpark. Do you remember like when we was coming up the uh the little troll dolls and they had like the um little charm for the belly button? If you it was um it was said that if you rub them it give you like a it'll give you good luck or you can make so a you, wish or some so shit. You tell them, you telling us you had one. Like when I was a kid, I like I, they was gifted to me. Oh uh, yeah, you was gifted to you, all right. <laughs> Come on, man. I was a kid, man. You know, I was like, a, kid, a kid, man. I was a kid. I was young. Uh now we just gonna blame it on just being young. <laughs> I look. I was like single digit, man. Give me, come on, you gotta give me some slack. Cut me some slack. Oh, you was nine. All right. <laughs> nah. Maybe like you said single like, digits. You ain't say weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't. It's been so long ago. Old age is catching up to me, ladies and gentlemen. Oh, Probably like around six, seven. <laughs> he's at six, seven now. I like how he trying to he trying to take off some years. He's like, no, nah, I was this age. I'm like, nah, bro. <laughs> nah, man. But I was nine years old. <laughs> Nah, I'm just, he's, he know I'm just messing with him. And yeah, you're nice. not wrong. You can have a troll and be a, a grown man. So what? If you want it, you can have it. Yeah, but it's like I'm kind of like 50-50 on it. Like, obviously, 
you know, whatever gets you, whatever gets you through the day. And as long as it's not hurting nobody, I'm a firm believer and just believe in it. Just do it. But you know what they say, like, it's like 50% preparation, 50% perspiration. Like there's part of it, you know, yeah, I figured you might agree with this. Like when it comes to luck, sometimes you just got to make your own luck. You got to create your oh, own situation. Man, you prepare. You ain't got to get ready. Just... Yeah, you know, that's what they say. I don't get, some people be like, I don't have to have to prepare because I'm always ready. I'm already ready to go. I'm never had to pack because I'm already packed. Yeah, hey, you stay ready. You ain't got to get ready. There you go. There you go. Now, Teddy, you know, I got to ask, how's the weather going? Better than where you at. <laughs> hey, nah, believe it or not, believe it or not, Um, as we record this, it's a cool Relaxing, comfortable, sixty-nine degrees. Uh, we've been in the seventies. We're chilling. The last, the the past, I want to say, couple weeks. I think the highest has been on like, it's maybe been like high to high to mid to high seventies. We had a couple of eighty, or, you know, low eighties, like eighty-two, eighty-three uh, degrees. Just make sure it's straight when I get out there this month. End of this month, it better be good. I don't want to deal well, with nothing. It better be. It better be. It better be street when I get there. Hey, your beef is with Mother Nature, my boy, not me. <laughs> beef is with you, sir. It better be straight. Oh, don't forget, we got that race. <laughs> he quiet. No, I ain't, ain't quiet. forget. I ain't forget. What's up? See, look, th- th- it's gonna be see, on. It's gonna be on Instagram, people. See, look, this is how. Look, this is how you know. Um, Teddy's going to stay sharp his whole life because you could tell Teddy something that if you tell him something today, he going to remember. He may not bring it up to you all the time, but when you least expect it, he's going to be like, you remember when you did X, Y, Z? He either going to remember it mentally or he's going to have like a picture or some video of it. So watch yourselves around Teddy because he, he, he got a fucking memory like an elephant. No, I don't. <laughs> but like it was... Look, the race happening or not? Can you keep trying to change the subject? I know, no, I'm gonna I'm keep my word. You know, right. I, it'd be like a block, half a block, something like that. Uh, um, but block. We, whole block, <laughs> whole block, whole block. I uh, yeah, the weekly yes, the weekly detour race will be happening, ladies and gentlemen. It'll be do, happening. Do do do, nice slow motion too, slow mo. Do 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 do. Oh, we won't need it. Don't worry about that. <laughs> oh, cause we both old and slow, so it don't really matter. <laughs> Dude, then it's gonna be real slow. Because I, 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 you know what happened? I feel like if we put it on social media, we won't even have to worry about the sound effects. Because some young whippersnapper is gonna find that video and be like, "Hey, you know, slow. Let, let me let me put something on this. Let TikTok. me add something." Like- <laughs> We're gonna be TikTok famous, knowing you have a, a TikTok account. For the podcast, we gonna be already famous. Yep. The old, the old, and the old and slow challenge. That'll be like, can y'all run slower than this? Send us your video. Send us your comments. Caption this video. Yep. That's well, that's what's gonna happen. Nah, man. But uh, Teddy, um, any interesting news tidbits come across your uh, timeline this week? Cause mine has been dry. Man, you lying ass. 
I'm for real, man. Like, I, like we, like we kind of like um, came into the show trying to like spit. We were spitballing some ideas, giving you a peek behind the curtain, ladies and gentlemen. We was uh, spitballing, and neither one of us had anything to um, really get into this week. We just going to get on here and just kind of like chop it up, bring you the usual weekly detour banter, of course, entertaining, lighthearted, but nothing really to talk about pop culture wise, news wise. Unless Teddy got something. Well, the strike's still going on. You want to talk about that? <laughs> hundred days, been over a hundred days, been over a yeah. hundred days. So yeah, we can get into that a little bit. Um, nah, I know so, it, and, I know it ain't worth getting into. No, no, no. Yeah, we're gonna get there. But you brought up the um the strike because I definitely that is something on my radar. Um, ultimately, do you think the writers are going to get that just due, or do you think? They're going to end up long term getting screwed. Uh, I just say the strike going is going to last a while. I can see the strike lasting into next year. That long, huh? So you better you better get you better binge watch any old shows you want to watch now. Oh, you uh, better get it because ain't no new episodes going to come out for a while. Ted, Teddy, so let, so I, I I want to preserve this. So as we record this, right, we're still in middle. We're still very much in the in the heat of summer, mid-August. The fall season normally kicks off, what, mid-September, sometimes early October, depending yeah. on the show. Well, so, I guess you, well, I mean, you watch wrestling, you good. I'm watching sports, so I'm good. So till we January. will be good. I, hey, I still, I'm still watching old TV shows from, like, yeah. the 80s and 90s, so I'm straight. So, I'm going to be good. And it's still, and I'm still watching, I still got to catch up on other movies that came out that I didn't get to watch, so I'm I'm good either way. And ain't till January because you got you got you got football until February. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. and you got basketball until the next summer. So I'm straight. You still got baseball until by October this year. Well, October November, and you know, I'm I'm good. I'm good. I'm good with sports. I'm good. It's only. It's only the summertime where you just kind of like, oh, well, you ain't really got nothing to watch. I'm like, well, that means you go outside more. <laughs> so I'm straight. I'm straight. But, um, I ain't, look if it if they stay on strike, then I'm good. I mean, you no, can but, take your ass outside. <laughs> no, but I, but but this kind of like brings up a good point though because obviously you know you know you mentioned it earlier you know joking but you know serious. About the clone of the cloning of the meat and all that type of stuff, and obviously, a you know AI technology has been a um, topic of discussion in recent months. Do you think that there that we're actually getting to a point where you know everything that we grew up on in terms of like the Back to the Future movies and things like that? Do you really think that we're getting to a point where human beings are going to be replaced? And the, as a follow up question, do you think that Movies, TV shows, without that human element behind them, writing and developing and the creativity involved, do you think movies and TV shows are going to lose something if everything goes the AI route? Well, first of all, we already—they already replacing at certain jobs where it's already robots taking over, so that's already already being done already. So <laughs> we already we already in that in that mode anyway. And uh, and then then what was the what was the other question? I was saying, like, do you think that if we get to a point where 
movies and TV shows are actually developed by AI technology and not humans. I mean, that's think, already happening sometimes already with certain things. But I'm just they saying, just, though, they, far, they just want their lightness. Where yeah, no, but just I'm, take over. But it might. It, I'm thinking it was already getting to that point because now it's just going to be more. You want to see more of the other shows taking. Like more like, uh, well, people already like anime. It's already a crowd for anime anyway. But now you get more stuff. Like you will have more kind of like animation stuff that's going to kind of yeah. push through a lot. Where you only need the voice, and then yeah, you, I don't, you, you know, you get the AI to sound like a human. You ain't got to pay them. <laughs> yeah, I get that. I get that. But I'm just saying, in terms of the creative aspect, do you think that movies and TV shows, even music for that matter, do you think these things are going to lose the emotional connection without a human being behind the words and the creativity. Like, like, could you imagine like a, a movie being completely AI generated, created with no human involvement at all? Would you, do you think you could be emotionally invested like you was coming up on the stuff that we came up on? Uh, I mean, nowadays I ain't emotionally invested in a lot of this stuff coming out. I'll just watch it be like, all right, well, you know, that was funny. I mean, look, if if the AI is it, is this better than some of with some of these other movies been coming out, I take it because you could tell some movies wasn't good. They didn't have the correct writing. You'd be like, man, this movie was hot garbage. <laughs> it's a but you know, but that's our opinion on it. Now, you know, yeah. somebody else. I mean, we may say it's like it's garbage, but to, to somebody else, that's somebody's art right there. So, you know. Yeah, subjective, yeah. Yeah, so it's all it's all come down to that. But if the AI come come along, you ain't got to pay the AI. You're talking about artificial intelligence, not AI the basketball player. <laughs> you ain't got to pay the robot. You know, you just you shut it down. But, yeah. you know, see, this yeah. is what happened, you know. We should we should yeah. make a movie. Oh, it's in, it's in the works. It's in the works. The weekly detour. Yeah. Yeah, we, old all, school. All our guests be on the movie. Yeah. <laughs> and believe it or not, actually, um, <laughs> look once again another peek behind the curtain. I actually been talking to a couple guests about you know uh, coming on board for a movie. I think we could put something together that uh, um, really entertain the good folks. Get on some platforms. Get on uh, Netflix. Get on Tubi. It'll be on Tubi, all right. <laughs> Tubi, look, look, yeah, man. Look, look. I I know, like, um, a lot of yeah, it's a lot of division on Tubi amongst uh some people that I've talked to. But I'm like, look, Tubi. I'm glad, I'm glad Tubi exists because I feel like I ain't gives, got a problem with Tubi. No, I don't either. I, I actually like the fact. I feel like the creation of Tubi was like the best thing for. Um, young creators and creative creators in general that have like a concept for a movie and idea because I feel like it's easier to get yourself out there on Tubi than it would be let's say like a Hulu or Netflix I feel like Tubi would be like the first step to like taking your stuff to like that next level like Netflix and that Hulu level Tubi I watch, so, I watch I watch a few movies on uh on Tubi. Tubi now watching a a TV show on there. Been been watching it, so I'm like, look, I'm good. Yeah, Tubi is lit, man. I ain't, I ain't gonna hold you, man. I haven't you know, watched it certain in a while. things. I'd be like, yo, man, Tubi, what you doing? 
But to be like the like you know, like you said, it's just under the you know the Netflix and the Hulu because you just it's there, you know. Like I feel like it's given a lot of like uh, up and comers, you know, movie access because it's like you, and you just look at the black cinema on there. It's just like you seen the dude to play Biggie in the uh, the Biggie Small movie, yeah. And I'm like, yo, this dude is like, I want to say like at least about four movies on there. I'm like, yeah. yo, that's the ball again. Like, yeah. all on yeah. Tubi. All of them. Then yeah, Tubi he, got their own original shows, movies. I'm like, yeah. they about to, they about to, look, let them catch a little bit more uh, spotlight. They going to start charging. They going to be like, hey, uh, $5. <laughs> yeah, shit, I, and believe it or not, I wouldn't have a problem with that because I, but it's five dollars. I want no commercials though. Take the commercials exactly. out. Exactly. <laughs> you took the words right out of my mouth because that's the only thing. Especially like you know, I got a, I got a like not a soapbox thing, but once you've had like ad free, commercial free, dealing with whether you got Hulu, HBO Max, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, it's hard to watch Tubi sometimes because you'll be in a flow, and them damn commercials will come up. And break up your whole mood, man. Tubi. It, 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 it take you two and a half hours to watch a movie that's ninety minutes because of them damn commercials. <laughs> oh. No, I'm exaggerating, but it it breaks up the flow. So that I'm glad that it exists. I'm glad that it's free because streaming service is out of control in terms of like Tubi. trying to keep up with your wallet. But I just wish they would add like a something. Like you said, maybe like a five, six dollar option if you just want to watch this stuff with no commercials. But that's but speaking of uh like Hulu and Disney going up, and now Disney was talking about doing with Netflix do with the with this passport sharing. Well, I gonna know some people gonna be mad about that one. You know what I mean, kids gonna be mad because their parents were sharing it, like with you know, other parents and be like look and mainly the Disney one like you know adults watch it we watch it but like say if you know somebody sharing our account and they got kids now now the parents will be like shit now I'm about to add another streaming service now because I gotta get it <laughs> yeah but it's one of those things where like because remember when like stream like when Netflix first popped off with the C DVD DVDs. Yeah, I'm just, but I'm just talking about as a streaming service. It was the hot new thing, right? And remember, like, and then a lot of other uh, streaming services followed suit where they would just give you the whole kit and caboodle. So, like, when Netflix came on, first came on the scene, for example, like, if you liked Seinfeld or some shit like that, you could get every episode of Seinfeld. So, let me ask you this, though. When it comes to streaming services, do you think it was a good idea for them to just Put a show on there, for example, like a Seinfeld, like a, I don't know, um, a Martin, a Wayne's brother. Do you think it was a good idea for them to put shows up on there and for a, a fee of maybe like 10 bucks a month, you get access to all these shows whenever you want in perpetuity? Do you think that eventually hurted them in the long run? Because it's just like eventually people are going to binge all of this stuff and then they're just going to like, wean themselves off like yeah I like the show but I don't need to have that type of access to it do you think they kind of gave us too much in the beginning and that's why they're kind of like in the um 
boat that they're in now where a lot of these streaming services are upcharging because they're losing money on the back end. So they're going to pass those down to the uh, people that are still subscribing to kind of keep themselves above water. Nah, I like all the access. Because <laughs> then I can watch anything I want to watch. Yeah, but I mean, I'm just saying, but from the business side, do you think that's a good idea to have these shows on there forever in a day? Or do you think it's better to kind of I mean, like cycle them out? I mean, they've been recycling kind of a lot of them about in and out. That's what all of them start doing. They start doing the recycling thing. They take them out, then they come back, take it out. I was like, when did this on my list? And I was like, oh, it's back again? <laughs> well, I just mean like, well, like. So I'd rather like, just, some- just have it. But well, you're gonna like, set, and you're going to set it at a certain price, then, you know, what you expect was going to happen? Why you think, you know, people was going to share it? You know, a lot of people rather share, but it's only happening because everything else is is, is high. You know, <laughs> that when people start getting rid of their accounts and be, or they get rid of their accounts to get a, a, a Roku or a Amazon, you know, fire stick and just be like, look, I'm out just jailbreak it and watch something, you know, watch everything I want to watch anyway. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I feel like that's what people do. Cause it's like something like, you know, you, you know, we were talking about briefly about a uh, Disney plus now, obviously Disney, their whole plan is to own everything. So if you have a Disney plus account, the stuff, that, the stuff that's on there, they own. So they're not going to get, I mean, like the Simpsons, that's going to be on there forever in a day. All of like the, um, Old school shows, that's so Raven and Boy Meets World and all that shit. You know that shit is gonna. If you're a fan of those shows, they ain't going nowhere because Disney owns them, so they're not gonna cycle those in and out. But I'm just like, if you're somebody that likes those shows, what'll happen is you'll binge watch them, you know, and and one you know over a month, month or two, and then you'll cancel the subscription, and then maybe. Two months down the line, three months down the line, when you get, you know, oh, I feel like watching X, Y, and Z. I'll, I'll subscribe for another couple months. And to me, if I'm, if I'm on that side of the business, whether I own it or not, I would basically take some things away and just cycle them in and out, as opposed to keeping them up there forever. Because I feel like sometimes, you know, like I said, you gotta make people miss something to appreciate it. Otherwise, you're gonna get that cycle of. You're not going to, you're going to subscribe to watch something, but if you see them taking stuff away, you want to unsubscribe until they bring it back. You know what I mean? So I'm like, yeah. But who, who's going to have time to unsubscribe and bring it back every, you know, like do that all the time? I mean, besides they having stuff, they have their own original stuff on net, on Netflix, like original movies and TV shows. So. Ain't like, you know, you ain't getting other stuff on there. And they get stars to be on the, their originals. This ain't like, you know, no offense to Tubi. I like Tubi. But when you get Netflix original stuff, it'd be like movie stars on there. <laughs> when they, they movies, it'd be like, you just see, like the other movie that just came out on uh, Netflix. They, they cloned Tyrone. You got the one dude that was on Star Wars. You got Jamie Foxx. Like, you have... Like, Jamie Foxx has been doing a few movies on Netflix. This is, like, the third or fourth one I don't see. Yeah. That, that was made from Netflix, and he's he's starring in it. Yes. Then you got the, the uh, Anthony uh, Maggie, the the the, uh, the new Captain America. I don't see him. He's about 
least about four or five different movies this on there, and now he on a now he, he, he got a show on a Peacock now. So I'm oh, like, Twisted Metal. Yeah, I mean, we you wanted to say the name, you were just like Twisted Metal. I know what it is. <laughs> but I'm just saying, he was he been you know. He been on a whole lot of stuff on Netflix, just with movies right there, movies and TV shows. So yeah. like he been, he been busy. Oh yeah, for sure. Like yeah, and Netflix. I mean, I can, I can, I can, I can understand why they prices is going up because they got a, they signed some big money deals with like you know you mentioned Jamie Fox, uh, Adam Sandler. He still got his deal with them. Um, yeah, he okay. He comes out with. Once a year or something now. He was coming out with a bunch of stuff he had to do with uh, with Netflix. Yeah. Yeah, put it to you like this, ladies and gentlemen. You're not gonna see any of these gentlemen on uh Tubi no time soon. Unless I mean, it's one they, of the old movies. Yeah, yeah, the old movie now you want something <laughs> new, you gotta go to Netflix. Netflix, yeah. You want something yeah, new. I, if you want something older that they did, yeah, it's gonna be on Tubi, but don't hey, shout out to Tubi, because <laughs> look, you you free. You know, you holding it down. You know, you putting a lot of stuff on there. We bear with you because you got the commercial. So I ain't got no problem with it. Because I know now, once once they start being like, look, you got to pay. Oh, yeah. You ain't going to get no commercials there. But I'm like, and, look, I, I rock with them because they still like, look, they free. I'm still going to watch it. And but it's messed up where you watching Tubi. You know where to get to a level when you watching something on Tubi more than you watching all the other stuff that you pay for. That's where it's getting like, like I don't want to get caught up in watching Tubi too much where I'm like, I got Netflix, Disney stars, Hulu. And I'm like, why watching Tubi more than I'm watching the stuff I'm paying for? But, but the thing about it, they don't have it on there. That's the thing about exactly. it. Tubi is, is, is tapping into, Oh, we're going to play all these old shows from like the 70s, the 80s, the 90s, where a lot of these other ones not really doing that. As far as back as they going, it's probably maybe the late 90s, early 2000s. Yeah. Anything, maybe the late 90s, but a lot of it is from like early 2000 and on. They yeah. not going far back the way Tubi going. So yeah. you would watch something on there, you'd be like, damn, I ain't even seen this in a long time. you like, damn, I want to check it out. You know, like maybe Amazon... You know, prom, yeah, they'll play some stuff like maybe back then, but majority yeah, is they, just, and then Hulu a little bit, but it's going to be in 2000. It's going to be early 2000, though. Yeah. And the thing about um, Tubi, Tubi literally has a section on their um, platform called Not on Netflix. You know what <laughs> I mean? Where they basically anything, like it'll be random movies. Some, it'll be like no movies, but it'll be stuff that you won't ever see on like Netflix or Hulu. And I feel like the thing with Hulu, and I get it because, you know, it's money involved and contracts and you want people to watch stuff as Aaron. But I feel like the thing, I like Hulu, how it's easy to binge watch shows on there. It's just the fact that you got to wait a year for them shows to pop up on Hulu. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's, yeah, that that's the only thing, I, that's the only drawback to having Hulu. So, like, you literally have to wait a full year for them to drop, you know, if you was trying to watch, like, um, all of, um, trying to think of a show, like Blackish or something like that, or you had to wait, like, a year for them to get, like, I don't know. Who, who, I mean, Hulu is a little, you know, uh, it's, it all depends if it's on a different network. I want to say it's like something on a different network. 
they have that show out the same day. Like the show Tom's come game. out, you know, like certain depending what network it is, it's yeah, gonna be I'm out sorry. there now. The different network than yeah, you waiting, you waiting for the, the, the whole season to come out on there. But depending what network it is, it's gonna be on there. Like if it's yeah, like man, if it's like FX, it's on there like the day that day or the next day. If it's like ABC, something like that, or oh, it's right on there. Now, if it's a different channel, then you'd be like, oh, yeah, you weak. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yeah, I take that back because AB, um, Black is on ABC. Hulu basically owns it. So, yeah, that was on yeah. the next day. Yeah, but like if it's like, because um, I watch a lot of stuff on Vice. So, if it's on Vice, yeah, you got to, unless you're watching it as it happens, you got to wait a year for it to pop up on Hulu. Yeah. But um, yeah, man. Like, as far as like the um future of streaming, do you think that um they'll survive these hits they've been taking? Because with the price, like I said, we talked about it earlier. The price of everything is going up. Do you think people or I'm let me break it down to just you and me? Do you have a breaking point as far as how much you're going to be willing to pay for a streaming service before you say, you know what, I'm out? Depending if it's something. I'm watching on there. It all depends. Like the Disney joint, I watch a lot. Of, I watch, you know, it's a lot of like I'm into like the Marvel movies, but they got the you know the National Geographic stuff on there. But they also got that on HBO. Well, this Max used to be HBO Max, but you know, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I probably have a breaking point for some of them, you know. The rest of them, it, it all depends on what they got on there, and they offer multiple things on there. Like, you got multiple things on there from different channels and stuff like that. Uh, it's most likely I'm going to still rock with you. But some of the other stuff, I'm like, you know what? I'll be all right. <laughs> like, I'm not watching much stuff on there. Yeah, I'll be like, nah, I just got to go. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I got rid of cable, but then you got these streaming services of they're competing with cable numbers now. You'd be like, damn, I'm all had cable when it's going to get to that point. So if it's up to that point, like cable, I might, I, I might be like, you know, I got to tap out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Cause that's the thing. Cause people started like, you know, people still obviously cable is still doing all right with the people that they still got, uh, this woman to pay three, four hundred dollars. But it used to be with the streaming services, you could have four or five streaming services and between them, you might pay in total maybe like, a hundred bucks, maybe even less than that. But now it's like you said, it's getting to the point where one streaming service is going to be the cost of one like cable bill. And it's like, I left cable to get a discount now streaming. Like what's the difference? It's like, yeah. you should, you shouldn't be paying the same price to watch something on your laptop that you're watching on your TV. How make that make sense? <laughs> that that's, why, be the same. that's why, that's why I left cable. <laughs> I was like, you know what? I'm out. So, cause um, and, and um, I, I I don't use it yet, but there's an actual app. I don't know if you actually, actually heard of this. There's actual apps that they have now that help you keep uh tabs on your streaming services because you know, like you know, and I'm sure like we we're all guilty of it. Have you ever like subscribed to so much different stuff that you forget sometimes what you got and don't got? Uh. I want to say I forgot it. This I wasn't you. I didn't. I wasn't using the full capability of it until later on. Like uh, Paramount, 
before Paramount was really out there like that, I had it. And I'm like, damn, I'm paying for this. Like, and I'm only was watching like, you know, like, you know, sports. Like when it was like football, like football season, yeah. And and I was like, man, like I couldn't get into the app or something like that. I was watching it on something else and I was like, all right. I was like, I gotta, you know, really get into this. I'm like, I'm really paying like, you know, five something a month. I was like, all right, I gotta really kind of use it. That was when I really wasn't using it like that until like I really checked it out and I was like, damn, they got a lot of stuff on here. So now like I watch I watch, you know, different stuff they have on there. They got you know different TV shows, they got a uh, they have uh like different movies that go straight there. Like even like the uh the screen movies, like the newer ones that was coming out was going straight to Paramount afterwards. Or sometimes Paramount got the own movies where it goes straight there to Paramount. So I was like, wow, I'm like, it, it goes straight there. You ain't got to think about it. So that's when I wasn't using the full capability of it. And then now I'm like, I'm pretty much, you know, it, it's in the rotation and stuff I watch. Yeah. And and for me, like, I'm kind of like similar situation because, um, when I look at like um some some services I got for specific reasons like I ain't gonna like I got I had Peacock and I got that when um WB Network migrated over there which I, it's like I have a love hate thing because I w- I like the interface of WB Network when it was its own thing because they had it organized neatly but what happened was when they moved it over to Peacock instead of bringing that same interface Peacock just threw it up there and made and basically tried to fit wrestling stuff into how they were already doing things and it just didn't work like yeah i mean they have it they just have it broken up weird like instead of like whereas on the WWE network you could go to like okay if you was watching like um they had markers so like if you wanted to watch a specific match from a specific show you could just click on a marker bam you're there you could jump to the scene on if you watch it on peacock that same fucking match you gotta fast forward to that section <laughs> and then and they had it uh, and just to have it broken up by seasons, it's wild as hell. So, like WrestleMania, for example, it's been thirty nine WrestleManias. So basically, instead of being able to go to WrestleMania twenty four, and, and it was neatly organized on the network, you got to know what season it is. They have it broken up: WrestleMania one, season one. See, and it's like sometimes since they started the two night stuff, you literally have to know what you're looking for to know the season. So like if you if you want to watch like an old episode of Raw from like 1997, that's like um, you got to do like this. Let me see, 93, 94, 95, 97 is season five on Peacock, and then you got to know you got to you got to go you got to scroll through it all unless you know I'm looking for season I'm looking for season five episode 34. Like Nick, who got time for all that? I'm like, <laughs> make it easier for people. Nope. It said you got you all right. They say you alright, bro. Like unless you know what you're looking for, you are screwed. And and peak speaking of Peacock, they're another service. They had I had them uh, about maybe what two years now. They going up this month. They adding two dollars. I'm like, come on now. Y'all but that's that's just because they lost a lot of money this quarter. You I got think, it, I man. Let's pay that two dollars, my boy. They look they lost I think they made they made like eight hundred million, but they lost six hundred. So it's like, yeah, they've been bleeding money. I feel like, in the grand scheme of the uh, streaming wars, 
they're probably like closer to the bottom. But that's only because a lot of what's on Peacock, you can find other places. That's the that's the thing. Like they have their own exclusive content with stuff like Bel Air. They brought back um, the Best Man miniseries for like a limited run. But in terms of like the heavy hitters, you you know you talked about Netflix earlier. They got not only the you know some certain classic content, but they have their own original content with big name stars. So if you're Peacock and you got like, yeah, you might have King of Queens reruns and Everybody Loves Raymond reruns, but you're not competing with original movies on Netflix that got like big name Hollywood stars, heavy hitters. Cause you can, you know, they can't afford, they can't necessarily afford to bring in a Jamie Foxx or an Eddie Murphy or Dave Chappelle to do some shit. If you, if you losing 600 million off of 800 million, then you struggling. So you got, you got to, you got to raise that price up. So I get it from a business perspective, but from a consumer perspective, it's fucked up. Yeah. yeah. We're paying that money, bro. Just Yeah. But do, I mean, like for you, like, do you think that, I guess the bottom line, and do you think that, um, the bubble has finally burst. You know, like everything burst at some point. That we had the dot com boom in like the early two thousands that eventually blew up. Do you think that streaming services have peaked in terms of what they're going to be able to make, or do you think they're going to continue to be able to make money? They're going. They're going to still make money unless everybody either go back to cable or go get free streaming service. It's still, it's still going to make money because people going to be in the house. You got too many people who got online. Uh, jobs this home all the time, and then you got uh, the kids. You got people with family who'd be like, well, "Well, it's cheaper to, it's still cheaper than cable." <laughs> until they until they start passing really cable, then then people are gonna still rock with it. Yeah, so, you, you cable cable was giving you everything. It was giving you a bunch of stuff that you never even watched. <laughs> You was like, oh, I'm watching this on here. I'm like, like, you ain't watch. At least I know with the streaming service, I'm like, all right, I'm watching this on this, this on this, this on this. They just spread it out. Like, you know, on there, you don't you know what you watching. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah, that's what it comes down to. Yeah, but Teddy, um, speaking of coming down to, I feel like we've been building it up enough, man. Um, we got we, we got to talk about the big news story of the week, the uh, Montgomery brawl, man, like the memes, the, the jokes that have come out over the past couple days. Yeah, you was been phenomenal. <laughs> come on, man. They, they were funny. They, they haven't missed. I haven't seen a meme or a joke that has missed yet. Um, To kind of catch people up, um, last week in Montgomery, Alabama, Saturday, there was an altercation that occurred on a dock because a group of gentlemen decided that they wanted they they were above the law and they didn't want to move their uh, little uh, little boat out of the parking section of a um lug where a luxury boat was supposed to dock. So it basically resulted in a big big ass brawl. But uh, before we get into the nuts and bolts, when this story first broke, Teddy, what were your like initial thoughts on it? Well, this is gonna be a lot. <laughs> that's 
That's I pretty much thought like, yeah, this is crazy, and let's see how how big they're gonna make this. So to kind of like paint the picture for the folks, um, because and I hate to break it down like this, but I definitely think that this was a racially motivated issue because the gentlemen, the owners of the boat were white. The uh the co-captain that basically was tasked with getting that boat out of the way so the luxury boat could dock was a black gentleman. So repeated attempts, you know, they were messages over the uh, PA system saying, look, whoever the owner of this boat is, y'all got to move because this big ass boat over here is trying to dock. That that boat in question that was trying to dock basically waited for like up to like 45 minutes. So that that tells you how long this shit was going on. So just imagine. Want to get off the boat. Some people want to get off the boat and do something about it. Some people want to get off the boat. Be like, look, I'm trying to. I'm hungry, like you said. So let's kind of like, because, you know, there's been a lot of videos and things of that nature. So let's kind of like start from the beginning. So literally, the the, uh, owners of the boat, white males, um, they had been drinking. They were so they, they were clearly drunk during this uh, altercation. So basically, the co-captain basically said, "Look, y'all got to get out the way." So it started off the the, co- the initial confrontation literally was between initially between the black co-captain and one of the um, I guess owners of the boat, whatever. I'm not sure if he was the actual owner or if he was just an occupant, but um, one of the occupants of the boat that was in the way. They initially had. The uh the conversation going back and forth. Co-captain was basically like, look, can you please move your boat? And then it just escalated from there. So they exchanged words. Next thing you know, the the, the occupant of the boat basically kind of gets in his face, starts talking trash. The uh, co-captain takes his hat off and just tosses it and gets into a scrap. Next thing you know, another du- another gentleman runs up to this dude with like a flying knee to the face. And the next thing you know, the, the black guy is surrounded. He's getting stomped out by like five, six guys. And like I said, like the the, uh, the gentleman had threw his head earlier. That was based, that's the universal black signal now. Call it the, not the bad signal, the black signal. I mean, it could have been they signal <laughs> for the workers to be like, look, you in distress, you know, call it out. But then you know you got you got you go, you, go, you got to put a little soundtrack with it. You got to be like this. I won't deny it. I'm a straight rider. You don't wanna fuck with me. Got the police busting at me, but they can't do nothing to us. Let's get ready to rumble. Yes, sir. Yeah, man, but what was crazy was it wasn't even you had it, it was like a a series of events that created a melee because you had Aquaman who literally was on the, was on a luxury boat on the opposite side. He literally jumped into the water, uh, swam to the other side, looking for smoke people on the luxury boat. Once that shit got situated, they got off. 
saw what was going on, and they they basically was just like, well, "Yo, y'all y'all attacking my man for doing the job." And then next thing you know, a now big bro coworker, his coworker went out there and helped him. <laughs> That's the, the young guy, the young kid that was swimming. Yeah, I mean they worked together, so he was like, "Yo, I got my man back." He said, "I'm gonna swim to him. I'm a fast. I'm gonna be the one to get, get to him first. And look, <laughs> and you, and and the, and, the, and the thing about that was, you know, the whole the stereotype that black people can't swim. Uh, that like, look, that that put that stereotype to rest because he swam his ass off because not only did he just without hesitation jump into the water, he swam. He pulled himself up out that water, and he was on site. He was looking. He was scanning the scanning the uh, situation, looking for smoke. Like yo, and it was just he was hitting wrestling moves on people. He was like looking for smoke. It, it was a sight to see, man. Like so, obviously we gonna have a you know we gonna have a we gonna differ in opinion on a few things as we get into this conversation, but just initially, now. The cops basically, they basically did some investigation and so far, and from what they found, they said there was no evidence or there wasn't enough that happened to classify it as a hate crime. But from your perspective, do you think this was a mostly, uh, a racially motivated situation of a group of white dudes, drunk or not, not wanting to take orders from I a mean, black man? You know, like a whole white family is pretty much, that was going down there. And they was drunk. They was drunk and they thought they was entitled. <laughs> That's what it came down to. So, so let me ask you this, because I, I haven't really seen this asked too much any other places. But do you think that if that co-captain was white, it would have escalated to this point? Not to that point, but the way they was already drunk, it definitely would have been a fight, regardless. If you drunk out, like out in the in the sun like that, yeah. You you going you going you going to feel like you about to do something. So something was going to happen regardless. At this, when you attack someone of another color, and you think you entitled and you drunk, yeah, it escalated to that point. And you know what's crazy is this whole situation. You know, it kind of like shine a light. I brought that point up to ask you if you thought it was racially motivated because this whole brawling situation happened in uh, Montgomery, Alabama, and it basically shined the light on Montgomery's racial history because basically not too far from where this uh, brawl took place, um, you used to have like slave trades and things of that nature. Like, you know, our people would be auctioned off. So the fact that this situation happened there adds another layer of significance. It's almost like <laughs> the, the 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 spirit of our ancestors basically kind of like consumed and took over every black person that was in the immediate vicinity because everybody black was wild and <laughs> rightfully so. Once they saw it's like every every black person there saw red and if you was white, even if you wasn't involved, you was in dang, immediate danger. If you was in that area, um, we didn't. We we saw everybody getting smoked. We saw people getting beat out their Crocs. I'm sorry, not even beat out of their Crocs, beat through their Crocs. <laughs> and the issue that you and I kind of had, like a little bit of a, a friendly disagreement before we hit record on this, was uh, 
Reggie Ray. And I got to spotlight this man in particular because Reggie Ray was a gentleman that stood out the most to a lot of us because he was the one that swinging that chair like he was Mark McGuire in his prime, Sammy Sosa in his prime, Barry Bonds in his prime. Like that man was swinging for the fences. Um, (laughs) Now me and my homie, my compadre over here, we had a disagreement about... um, I look. You made it more to disagree with. I, I, we was on the same page. We just wasn't in agreement on what was the outcome was going to be. So okay, all right. Let, let let's kind of like start here before and kind of like peel back the onion a little bit. Now, considering the circumstances of what led up to the brawl, right? Do you think that he was justified in even bringing the chair into the situation? Because from the footage that I had seen, it was basically a lot of hands and feet. So let's start there. Do you think he was justified initially with even introducing the chair to the brawl? If somebody trying to hurt you, you got the right to defend yourself. It's just where we had a slight disagreement that is when you you hit the guy with the chair. Okay, the guy was trying to attack you. Or you saw him attack someone else. Okay. But when you hit the lady that's already on the ground, not looking at you, and you about over five feet away, then it's a little different. <laughs> you got to break down all this other stuff because it's, it's too far. It ain't like you immediately turn around and you just whacked it. You immediately turned around and walked to her. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and she was already on the ground. She was done. She had three people was kicking her, so she's done already. So you and the chair was just like, "Look, all right, well, this is gonna be the finishing move." But <laughs> yeah. it just, you know, like you, your your point of view was like, "Well, you know, everything was justifiable." But I'm like, for that point, it's kind of a little far. It's it's a it's a not. Like okay, she got hit in the, chair, in the head with a chair. Okay, but you weren't close enough to be like, oh, you felt like you was in danger at that moment. She was on the ground. Then you look in this direction. He, she's, she's looking at what the ass woman she's already getting from the other woman. <laughs> you come over with the chair. I'm like, look, you hit her with a chair. All right, you hit her with a chair. But yeah, it's it, it's it's under the law. I want to say they're gonna be like. Come on now. Now, yeah. hopefully it'd be like a, you know, probation, a little slap on the wrist, something like that. But then somebody, a judge might, you know, might take it a whole nother way. You know, I, I look, I ain't see we had, it wasn't a big disagreement. It's just more like, you know, what's, what would be the outcome of it? Yeah, yeah, like the logical, like, conclusion. And like Teddy, like I said, as always, was bringing the logic to the situation. And I was more looking at it from the emotional standpoint. And I was just trying to give the dude like the benefit of doubt, because even though he wasn't look, you know, the chick was on the ground based on a video that we saw, it could be other footage out there of her talking shit that we didn't see. I I was just, my whole point was he had just got like caught up in the moment, you know? And all he knew was in that, in that moment in time when he bopped up on her head, that she was a part of the group. That started this whole situation to begin with, and I just feel like when you when you when you think of the charges and who was responsible for what, the shit starts 
and ends with the family that decided that they would rather rumble with people rather than politely move the boat out the way and say, you know what, our bad. You know, you're right. We shouldn't be parked. We shouldn't be docked here anyway. So we just going to give us a moment. We're going to move to the side so the boat can come park. Because another thing that really needs to be have a light shined on it is the uh, security guard. I'm sorry, the security guard. The, um, the co-captain. Co-captain. The co-captain. Doing your job. Doing your job. Exactly. Exactly. Let's start there with him. Because the fact of the matter is, this was a man that was doing his job. And the fact that he got attacked is is horrible, is deplorable. And the fact that it was four, five guys attacking this one man, probably, it was actually, might as well say it was like a whole family because the women was in there getting their licks in too. That could have ended horribly because... When you engage somebody like that, getting stomped out, you don't know if they got a heart condition. You know, it was they were surrounded by water. So what if he fell in the water, couldn't swim? Then you're talking murder charges. So it, there was so much about the situation that could have went left that is insane to me. And I know it's it's basically come out that um there was not enough evidence to conclude that this was a hate crime, but I guarantee you. If I'm lying on this, I'm flying on this. I guarantee you, there were some racial slurs thrown out there during the course of that melee, and I, oh, I really yeah, believe that. <laughs> and I, I, I really believe that it comes down to it was a group of entitled white people that felt some type of way because a black man had some power and was basically telling them like, "Look, y'all got to move your shit, get out the way." Whether they was drunk or not, I really feel like it would have been the same. It would have led to the same situation of them feeling entitled and starting smoke with this guy. But as the saying goes, they fucked around and they found out. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they definitely found out. <laughs> they found yeah. out real fast. But yeah, man, like, but um, you know, I had brought it up earlier. What do you think about the significance of uh, of this brawl happening where basically our people were traded at one point? We basically built that whole area. Like what do you like what do you think about the significance of that? Like does that does that trigger something? Not trigger, but does that make you kind of like feel some type of way of hmm, I'm glad they got they got their just desserts in that location. Oh well, yeah, I mean pretty much that's what they get doing that. And I don't know if you know this, but they basically took a group photo. The people that, you know, the black folks that basically uh, a group of the black folks that came to the uh, security guards. I keep saying security guard. The the co-captain came to his defense. They took a group picture with the chair, the whole bit. Like. <laughs> they said, we in here. We, cause I know they said, I've seen the picture. They talking about like, uh, thanks for the support from everybody. And they. Y'all still got the jobs. I'm like, yeah, that's good. Yeah, man. But um, you never saw. I, I never saw on this on this level. This is probably like. I mean, obviously, it's happened before. But in your opinion, do you think that this will be like a wake up call for black people around the world to kind of like 
stick together like when you you know that old saying when you see something say something type of situation because the folks of Montgomery Alabama they basically then set the example for us like they show like look you mess with one of us you mess with all of us do, do you think that um going forward you'll see like copycat situations where if one black person is seen distressed that a group of us once they see the hat go up or some type of signal they will come in and help out well you loving the signal <laughs> that's what you you <laughs> Come on, man! Like he the way he my, co- my whole co-host ain't ain't never and I ain't never seen this man wear a hat a day in my life. But this dude about to go out and get it and start wearing hats now. <laughs> he about yep. to. He, I, I've been wearing hats off and on for years. This dude ain't never wore a hat. Now watch, I come back in Philly, my man got a hat. I'm like, would you? Would you start wearing hats? Like, I wear them from know. time to time, just in case. Yeah, I ain't man. never, I ain't never seen you with a hat on your head. Never seen you wear one. <laughs> Let me tell you, I'm going to start wearing them time, more now. Time to time means, like, you know, it's occasionally you might see it. Dude, this is rare. You never, I ain't <laughs> never seen you wear a hat. I bet y'all start wearing them now, just in <laughs> case. You never know. Man, this dude will be start throwing up the hat in there, like, hey, man, <laughs> back up, y'all. Back up, y'all. I need backup, y'all. But yeah, come on, man. Look, look, Montgomery, they set the example. I'm talking about everybody got to um, step up. You know, Philly, Jersey, Delaware, Cali, Atlanta. You know what I mean? Like you, you see, you see your uh, your people in distress. Come on, man, jump in, get yourself a chair. Walmart got them shits on sale. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Walmart, five below, everywhere. <laughs> they all nah. available. They all available out here. Nah, man, but um. We gonna uh, got a couple clips here. We are gonna get to in a second. But uh, Teddy, like, do you have like any uh, before we get to the clips? Do you have any like additional thoughts on like what you would have done in that situation or like how the whole situation played out? I mean, well, since I can't swim, so I won't be the I won't be the young boy swimming. So that ain't gonna <laughs> work out for me. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I, I guess I had to be the co captain throwing my head in there. <laughs> <laughs> or no. I can't be the guy with the chair because I feel like something, you know, I probably would have stopped after a certain one. I'm like, look, I'm only, I'm only going to hit people with the chair where, like, I see them do something. Like, I'm catching them right there. They, they're attacking my people. But other than that, they're on the ground. You know, it all depends. It all depends. You'd be like, yeah. well, I'm about to get in trouble for this. Let me make it worth it. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like I said, I know – it's real easy for us to kind of like sit back and armchair quarterback on situations, but you like we all would like to think that you know if we were ever in a situation where we had the chance to help, that we would make the attempt. You know, not necessarily like to be the hero, but to hopefully maybe kind of like de-escalate a situation. But I mean, in our lifetime, this is probably one of the wildest thing, damnedest things we ever saw. And my, I guess my whole thing is, I would like to think that in that situation, I would step up. Not saying that, um, yeah, I, I know for a fact, me, I would just grab the nearest weapon I could and just start swinging for the fences. Fuck it. But I would, the thing that bothered me the most and which and makes me think that I would step in is because this was just a man doing his job. He wasn't trying to like cause problems. He wasn't literally, he was literally just doing his job that he gets paid to do. And these people decided just because 
of that privilege, you know, that we, and you know what privilege I'm talking about, that they were above the law. They were above following the rules. And I, I don't like the fact that they felt compelled to like say, fuck you, fuck your position. We don't respect your authority, but we're going to jump the shit out of you. Uh, that, 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 that the whole situation, the whole situation to me is childish, petty, and it was unnecessary. So that's where I stand on it. Well, that's what happened. You think you, uh, you're entitled to <laughs> in a situation that got out of control and you let your emotions run out, run, run you and, uh, and basically come down like, oh man, just keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Keep your hands to yourself. <laughs> Keep your hands to yourself. Because somebody going to bless you with them hands. Like, here you go. I mean, that you know, we used to have a joke back in the day when somebody was about to get hands. What do you call it? Like a two-piece and a biscuit? That was a, that was a whole meal. That was the, whatever the opposite of a happy meal is, is what them white folk got. <laughs> yeah, they got all they can handle. <laughs> they they and got more. That, they got the what you remember, they got that McDonald they got that McDonald's special that ba 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 ba. Except they wasn't loving it. <laughs> Yo, man, good. <laughs> End the show. End the show right there. End the show. Come on, man. That was a good one. That's right. That was funny. End the show. End the show. Here it is. We out of here. It's over, ladies and gentlemen. We done. (laughs) (laughs) At least make it sound better. Like, you're supposed to go, ba 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 ba. They not loving it. (laughs) You just was like, oh, but they not loving it. Like, like uh, at least make it sound somewhat good. <laughs> you feel that's why we work together well, man. You filled it in. Yeah, cause you let you was just like, yeah, this is it. I'm not trying no more. You ain't even trying. Oh man. But look, man, look, you you always coming at my puns. I think the good folks out there'll get that one. I hope so. <laughs> they will. We have the say it. They got it a little bit better. But uh, Teddy, do me a favor and queue up. I sent you a couple clips. So the first one kind of goes over like, um, like the you know, like the the official charges and things of that nature, or like, oh, I'm sorry, a breakdown of what happened. Yeah, well, let's uh, let's see what we got. <laughs> Damian Pickett tells his story of what happened at Montgomery's Riverfront. The co-captain of the Harriet 2 says he received contusions to his rib area and knocked on the back of his head and forehead. He says it was a result of being punched and kicked several times during the brawl caught on camera Saturday night. In Pickett's statement to Montgomery police, he says he was on the riverboat with his captain when they noticed a couple boats close to their docking area. They called on the intercom at least five or six times for a black pontoon boat to move. He says the boaters responded with obscenities, something police chief Daryl Albert outlined in his news conference this week. They were only responded to without seeing gestures, curse words, and taunting. 
Pickett says he, along with his deckhand, the 16-year-old victim, got to the dock, and that's where the men confronted him. In his statement to police, Pickett says he told the men he was just doing his job. He says a man fired back that the dock was public. Pickett says eventually the men attacked him. He told officers someone hit him from behind. He tried to defend himself by choking the man in front of him. Pickett says he then remembers another man tackling him. He believes he bit one of them and heard one threaten to kill him. The mother of the 16-year-old deckhand in training who was with Pickett was also on the boat. She gave her statement to police. She heard the men yelling and using racial slurs and mentions of getting a gun. Court documents reveal the 16-year-old was punched in the chest and had bruised ribs. Pickett identified Richard Roberts as the main assailant, Alan Todd as the man who tackled him, and Zachary Shipman as the man who hit and kicked him. All three, along with Mary Todd, face assault charges. Yep. Thanks for watching our... That's how it is. <laughs> yep, and... uh a fifth person was charged that we've been speaking of, Reggie Ray, but uh, he was he he did they did end up letting him go because they just wanted him to I guess you know turn himself in so they could talk to him and apparently um, talk a good game because as we record he did get out but I guess stay tuned to that because you know at this point this is definitely going to go to court because you know all sides is going to um, be looking to get a payday out of this but. Clearly, the um, the uh, the white folks was to blame for all of this shit situation popping off, and I'm actually glad that there was a witness report that heard racial slurs being thrown back and forth because I know they're saying that um, there's not enough to um charge this as a hate crime, but do you think the fact that slurs were exchanged in this situation that that should be warned enough, or do you think they need to um it needs to be more of a case of they specifically targeted this man because he was black. I would say more of a target because uh, racial slurs ain't going to be enough. Like, you could say it, but then they go think like, oh, well, you could have walked away. You know, there's certain things they're going to say. So once you put your hands on somebody, it's a little different. Yeah. You lay hands on somebody, hey, they're going to defend themselves and lay hands on you back. Yeah. But yeah, and I definitely get your point, like about the walk away point. But in this situation, in the case of Derek, the, um, the co captain there, because it was his job to get that boat out the way, it, he couldn't walk away. Unfortunately, he couldn't walk away from the situation. The end, of the, the, the end result of that situation had to be them getting in that boat and moving it out the way. Yeah. So, unfortunately, if he was a lay person, totally agree with your point 100%. But, unfortunately, he was on his job, and he basically had to engage in folks. But um, it, it's just wild to me because, once again, we know that I guess nobody in that family got hands one-on-one. Because, if, look, I'm sorry, man. Like It used to be a code of respect. When we was coming up, and even you know, definitely back when our um, parents and grandparents was coming up, one on one, man to man combat. If you need like four or five people to take down one person, damn man, like how can you even look? At, how can you even identify yourself as a man? Turning your man card, unscrew your dick, and just turn that into because, <laughs> like, come on, man. 
Because literally, <laughs> he said, he said, unscrew your dick. <laughs> Cause, come on, because that was coward shit right there, man. Like, come on. Like, if the one dude want to, you know, throw hands, cool. But you got, I mean, I understand, like, people want to naturally defend their people. But when you see it's a one-to-one situation, like, come on now. Come on now. Four of y'all jumping in? Come on now. Like, that that, that was just, nah, un- unacceptable on so many levels. And I'm and I, I'm personally glad. Like I said, um, I'm with you on as far as the excessive force with the chair hitting the woman and all that. And normally, I don't condone violence against women under any circumstance. But fuck it, I, I I just feel like I was just so disgusted with that family and how they conducted themselves that all bets was off. And I understand like you can't lead with emotion, but but like I said, everybody in that family got what they deserved on that day. Because all they had to do was move the damn boot. That's it. That's, that's all they had to do. And all that shit could have been avoided. Nah, they can't do that. They said, nope. We, we don't deal with them hands. <laughs> they said, we're going to deal with these hands. They said, yep, this is it. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Deal with them hands. <laughs> Deal oh. with them hands. <laughs> uh, so, and the police chief, he basically said, like, he put out his own little um, PSA about fuck around if you want to, because I guess um, it's going. It's, they basically going to have like extra security in that area going forward and basically making sure that there's no copycat situations, no retaliation situations. They want to keep it safe for not only the people that live there, but, you know, the out-of-town folks because he made it very clear in a statement that he put out because he's done a lot of interviews during the course of the week, but he basically made it clear you can come around here and fuck around if you want to, but there's going to be a heavy police presence and you 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 will be found out. We will we will get you. So it's best to kind of like cool your jets before you come in there acting crazy. Yep. Simmer down. We're gonna have some problems. Simmer down. But um, what we have talked about, Teddy, um, because you know you know you and I did talk about you know uh, potential names of the show because. A lot of the names that have gone out there have been hilarious. Won't you uh, name some of the uh, your favorite ones as far as names of like the brawl, the Montgomery brawl that stood out to you? What's wrong with that name, the Montgomery brawl? <laughs> I you're that, look. All I said the names that I like. You were saying some off the wall names. Yeah, you know me, man. Just trying to be like, just trying to be funny. You were like, oh, the fade in the water. I'm like, all right, dude, that don't even sound right the way you say it. You got, you got, let me see. You got the other ones. You got uh, Cinco uh, the Negro. That's a t-shirt. <laughs> That's uh, Payback AMF. That's on a t-shirt. I like Alabama Sweet Tea Party. I like that one. That's the best one to me. Uh, fuck around and find out. That's on a t-shirt, and then they had it with the whole like white family on there. I was like, wow, people making money off these t-shirts. Uh, handing down my weapon. 
They got Harriet Tubman on a t-shirt hand down a chair. <laughs> uh, Ohio Town, Towns uh, had changed. They got the uh, I Have a Seat in, uh, what is this, 1955. They got the Rosa Park. And then yeah. they said, I have a seat in 2023. And the guy just smacking the chair on the dude's head. That's so, yeah. like, all in Montgomery. So, yeah. Yeah, man. Like, now, do you think that this is, you think Montgomery, Alabama now, at least some, at least amongst our people, do you think they're going to see an uptick in uh, tours, uh, in tourism? Because you just mentioned, and I agree, um, People have been making money off the t-shirts, but if I'm Montgomery, Alabama, if I'm that um that riverfront, do you think they're gonna like maybe try to capitalize, get in on the action, make that more of a um a tourist trap, maybe start selling some shirts to their own? Yeah, uh, you never know. You never know. The money's out here. Just <laughs> in a week time, people was already making these shirts. And you got a heat and press, you was making a shirt. Week week time, like I, I saw people within hours. <laughs> this yeah, shit you print it, yeah, you print it out. You you got it right there. Matter of fact, it was a dude on uh, Facebook that went viral because literally I said I had um sent in a group chat. I said I'm gonna get one of the. It might have been a 1955 one where they was like have a seat 1955, have a seat 2023. I said I'm gonna get that on the shirt. Somebody literally. Not two minutes later, sent me a pic of this dude that already had it on a t-shirt or had something similar on a t-shirt. And this was literally like hours after the shit broke, right? And the dude, all of a sudden, like he became like a, a local celebrity in his area. Like everywhere he went, people got the shirt, got the reference. He was getting free shit all over. He was getting free meals. He was getting treated like royalty. Because I guess he, like, you know, because I guess he went viral... We're going to call him the unofficial first person to get the shit on a t-shirt referencing the brawl. And who knows? That might have sparked something in somebody else. Said, hmm, there's money to be made. I didn't see it's an Instagram page that's selling t-shirts, that's selling mugs, keychain. I'm like, damn, y'all got this shit together that fast? Mm-hmm. It's like that. Already. Walmart, they 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 didn't push uh folding steel folding chairs to the front. They they probably they was up until this shit happened. They was buried in the back. You had to ask somebody to get them for you. Now they front and center. Huh. It was like yeah, you got a t shirt. <laughs> it was like you got you got the chairs for us. Let's go. Hmm. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like I wonder, like if the, if we're going to see a lot of copycat situations with this. Uh, I mean, the means is everywhere, so they was already ready with that. Oh, the jokes is going to fly. Like, And honestly, in terms of memes and jokes, I feel like I've never seen a higher quality than with the uh, the Montgomery Brawl. Like, this is, obviously, this is one of those things where I don't think anybody, well, I, I'll forget a lot as I get older, but I, I'll never forget this one, man. This <laughs> One of the nuttiest things I've ever seen. Well, I, yeah, I, you know, I, it's I crazy. Think, it ain't I, gonna, don't, I don't think this this ain't gonna go away for a while. 
Yeah, and I think the wildest part of it to me was once again, I keep you know we keep going back to it, but the chair, like look we've we look we've seen street fights, been in a few, but have you ever been in a fight where you saw somebody just have like the weirdest weapon that you never expected to be brought into a fight? Yeah, but the chair. Every time you throw a chair in a in a crowd, somebody fighting. But no, usually, but- is 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 with us black people all together. You seen Source Award and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, but I, yeah, throwing a chair. Yeah, one thing. But that man was swinging the chair like you had these people that was like like Aquaman. That boy, young boy, like he was on there. As soon as he pulled himself up, looking for smoke. He got into an altercation with somebody. The um, I forgot which guy it was, but he gave him like a, a damn wrestling move on the dock. He gave him like a rock bottom type move. That was crazy. And then you know, dude swinging a chair. And and what's funny is we, I guess we saw watch two different videos because you said basically um, Reggie when he hit the one. We we all know the famous video of him hitting the one dude with the chair that was coming towards him. Cool, he can claim self-defense with that. You keep saying that um he took steps to get to the one and the videos that I was seeing made it seem like it was a fluid motion. Like he literally just hit the ball a few times, whack, whack, and then he went over to the girl and then just hit her on the top of the head. And uh, more than that. <laughs> and the thing about that one is I don't wanna did you notice the slow reaction of the cop like coming up on the scene, the black cops or the black security? They were basically like this. There's videos of them out there just strolling like they was just like, we get there when we get there. Because I guess in the back of their mind, they would have been like, yeah, it was justified. And then when the dude, when he hit the get chick on the um head, it was clearly security standing right there. They could have stopped him before he even got to that point. But they let him get one shot off and then they say, okay, that's enough. So that, so well, that. I mean, you see that initially first first hit, it was just like, all right. It was like, what do you? It was like, come on now. <laughs> yeah. She wasn't even looking in your direction, bro. <laughs> but and, and, she was getting beat up by three people. Yeah, but once again, though, like it was like, I, once again, I understand what you're saying. The, the law is the law, and now you're gonna look at it how they look at it. But the play devil's advocate a little bit. Now, we don't know if, because we only know what we know based off what's been released. But what if a video came out where she was on the ground getting her ass whooped, but she was talking shit? And but, the she, dude took talking, it like, but she wasn't talking to him. As <laughs> <laughs> I think about it, she was looking literally to, in another direction at the, at the woman that was whooping her ass. So I'm like, he came way over there. I was just saying, he way over there. <laughs> he he came. He took he took a lot of steps. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm, I have to um, yeah, I'm have to do some digging because, like I said, man, every video that I've seen, they must have edited edited the shit out of that boy because it was one fluid motion. Literally, he it went from. The dude chair shot, bam, to the chick. Chair shot, boom. I ain't see no walking. I just see him like pop out. That was it. Um, but obviously, I'm pretty sure, you know, 
um, as more more information gets released, there's going to be plenty to uh, dissect with this over the next couple weeks because obviously there's going to be lawsuits involved. Um, everybody's going to be doing interviews. As a matter of fact, um, um, Comedy Hype did interview one of the um, an eyewitness that was actually on the boat and that basically gave a complete breakdown. She's been getting offers left and right from different uh, interview outlets. Um, I'm sure Aquaman, once his parents give the okay, um, he'll be doing interviews. But basically, the family, which I respect, they basically put out a statement saying that, um, you know, um, he thanks, he basically thanks everybody for the support and all that type of good stuff. But they're not letting, you know, he's not doing any interviews because if I had to guess, in addition to him being a minor, he's probably, his family's probably getting him lawyered up just in case because he's on video throwing hands and, you know, engaging people. So he probably has a good lawyer in his corner saying, like, look, shut the fuck up. No interviews. And that's basically as much as, you know, I would love to hear interviews from pretty much every black person that was involved in the altercation. I understand why you won't see too many interviews until after they've consulted with legal counsel because you don't want to incriminate yourself anymore. There's already video evidence of you out there just wilding, throwing hands, feet, and everything else. So I get it, but I do feel like this is one of those stories. This ain't going away no time soon. I say a couple weeks, but I, I, I'll I venture to guess and say it'll be a couple months because there's a lot of uh, stuff that has to get unpacked as far as the lawsuits and things of that nature. What about you, Teddy? Yeah, it's going to be a lot. Uh, I don't know how long it should be, you know, maybe a month or so, but we'll see. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. Do you think um, there's going to be jail time for anybody involved? Uh, Yes. <laughs> now, depending on which side are you talking about, <laughs> there's going to be it, jail time. <laughs> now, if it's me... And I feel like it's going to be jail time and lawsuits because the the uh, co-captain there, Derek, you heard that they ran down some of his injuries. He said contusions, concussions, and all that. So you, you already know off rip he's suing. Yeah. So you got to figure that, yeah. I, I, I feel like we're going to, you know, within the next couple of weeks, we're going to hear about that boat being on, like, Facebook Marketplace or some shit because they need the money. <laughs> I'm just saying. Um, yeah, it's definitely going to be, it's going to be something. <laughs> yeah, but as far as, as far as jail time, do you think that, um, it's going to be a more of a case of jail time or you think it's going to be probation? Cause I guess it's going to come down to, um, maybe if they had any priors or I guess, I guess. The, the I mean, you already know for the, well, the one group they already had, like the white group already had. Warrants and stuff already on them, so that was yeah. already gonna happen. Yeah, man. But I, I hope, I hope beyond hope that they get the book thrown at them because I'll keep saying till I'm blue in the face. This whole situation was totally avoidable. All they had to do was move the damn boat. That's all. Well, I'm t- well when you got alcohol involved. On a hot summer day, 
Yeah, you ain't thinking about that. Something gonna happen. <laughs> yeah, but um, if there's any other uh, tidbits or anything else that comes out about this story, your boys will definitely be uh, covering it, covering it, you know, giving you the updates and our opinions, et cetera, et cetera. But beyond that, that's all we got on that particular topic. Teddy, anything else you got on your mind? Rock the boat. That's all I got. <laughs> Sweet tea party. Forget that fade in the water. Sweet tea party. <laughs> Get the Alabama sweet tea. I bet, believe it or not, I believe that that's going to be coming soon. Somewhere, somebody's already working on the trademark to that. Alabama sweet tea. Yeah, it's already over. Yep. The t-shirts, whoever selling t-shirts, look, they, they making money hand over fist. <laughs> Shit, yeah, get yourself a press, a press machine <laughs> and just start trademarking real quick. Bama. Yep. It's right there. Beat, beat down in Bama. Yep. You get them t-shirts ready. Yeah, but uh, don't forget, um, if you're going to get the uh, Montgomery Brawl t-shirts, obviously support them, support, you know, support our brothers and sisters out here trying to make a living, you know, with that uh, secondary income because them shirts are going to be hot sellers uh, for the foreseeable future. Make sure to also buy Weekly Detour shirts. You know, we got our, you know, we got our shirts out there. We're going to be having some hoodies soon when the weather change. But for now, rock these T-shirts because, you know, it's going to be a we still got a few weeks left in the summer. So rock our T-shirts. Show your love. Show your support for the yeah, best get them T-shirts out there. Get them T-shirts. But, uh, get them te- T-shirts, ladies and gentlemen. Hit us up. Yep, we got the T-shirt. t-shirt. Cozies. Let's go. Yeah, we got it all. And also, um, K Dizzy and Teddy, Coast to Coast Happy Hour Podcast. You know, they got plenty of merch for you too. They got the t shirts, they got the bonus content, they got the coasters, they got the stickers, they got it all. So support our small little family of shows over here. We give you good content and we're gonna have the hottest merch, I promise you, on the market. Your favorite podcasters favorite podcast weekly detour it's just different we're gonna be around for a long time ladies and gentlemen so get used to the sound of these voices we ain't going nowhere can't stop won't stop oh this boy beat daddy hey <laughs> little, little snip big i see you i see you one two little shout outs out there you know i, I try to sleep slip them in man give the people uh a little preview of what's to come. Gotta do that. Because you figure it ain't going to be much to watch. So, uh, yeah. Weekly Detour. We're going to fill in them gaps. Because yep. it ain't it ain't going to be no new TV shows for a minute. No new movies. But, hey. You're going to get plenty of new podcast content from your boys. Yeah. So make, entertainment from us. Yep. So, make sure you download, subscribe, leave reviews, tell your friends. How this podcast going, man? Yeah, we got it. Let's go. Check us out. Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, aka 
X. <laughs> we out here. We on there. He ain't believing. He ain't believing Twitter and X. But X is here. <laughs> Look, man. Check I'm us coming, out. I'm Check coming us around, out. <laughs> I'm coming around. Check us out on there. <laughs> yeah, and like I said, once again, ladies and gentlemen, um, to those that have supported us to this point, we love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, we wouldn't be anything without y'all. Like this podcast don't mean shit if we don't have people out there like you that have been supporting us, rocking with us, listening to us, buying a shirt. We don't take any of it, of it for granted. So thank you once again, man. Thank you. You 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 have no idea what that support does for myself, does for Teddy, man. It gives us that extra get up and go. So whenever we hit record, we know. We got to rock out, not just for us, but for you, the good folks out there that's listening to this podcast. Don't worry, though. We got plenty more for you. So, like I said before, get used to us because we ain't leaving this motherfucker for a minute. We on that road to 100 and 100 more after that and 100 more after that. And a thousand more after that. Yeah, matter of fact, yeah, matter of fact, man. We'll get somebody that Alabama sweet tea party. <laughs> yeah. See this and look, man, this is why this is why Teddy is like my opinion. Best co host, man. Like off the dome. He be coming up with some if you're a fan of uh our titles, a lot of those come from the brain of Teddy, man. Super creative, man. That's why I love this guy, man. He the best when it comes to like coming up with shit off the top of the dome. Thank you, sir. Much appreciated. But it's time to pay some bills. Let's get this party started right now. Once again, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning in to another edition of the Weekly Detour Podcast. Be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcasts. Spotify, TuneIn, iHeart. Be sure to subscribe and download our friends over at the K Dizzy and Teddy Coast to Coast Happy Hour Podcast. Also, Jay's got the Bottom Line Pro Wrestling Podcast. Boxman has a Hollywood Hangout. Shaheen, John Draper, and Bisho Brian have not Break the Apocalypse, but Spitball Media. They changed the name, but they still give you the same great content. Available wherever you get your podcast. Download, subscribe, leave reviews, tell your friends. But before you download any of them, you got to download the Weekly Detour first. We're number one in your heart and number one on your playlist. Much love. Thanks for listening. And see you on the next one. Peace. We out of here, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for checking us out. Make sure y'all keep checking us out. Instagram. X. You got to get used to seeing that. <laughs> Facebook. Email us. T-shirts. Hoodies on the on the way. It's getting cold outside in the next couple months. Get ready. Be prepared. Let's go. We out of here. Weekly detour. That Alabama punch, sweet tea punch.